Hey friends, thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. This is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD, and I am so grateful that you are joining us on our self-care journey. I want to ask you to remember to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always aware of a new conversation that drops, that you rate us because we want to know how we're doing. Give us five stars. And that you leave a review so that other people can know what we're talking about and know why they should join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for your help. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, it is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD, here with another episode of The Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. Um... How y'all doing? Let me tell y'all something. Y'all loved last week's episode on gratitude because it is growing exponentially. Um, I'm glad that it resonated with you all. Gratitude has definitely helped me over the last couple of weeks in really figuring out things to be grateful for and to be proud of and to be happy about um, in this interesting season of life, right? Because you got global pandemic I now have fall allergies acting up grad school work life stuff um and so being naturally grateful ain't always what it is but pursuing gratitude and excuse me looking for things to be grateful for is a blessing So I'm glad that you all liked last week's episode. This is episode 57, episode seven of the new season, Um, season two. And I came over today to just give some updates and then uh, we'll jump into the topic. So I already gave you one. Last week's episode is growing exponentially. We have already crossed 27,000 downloads because y'all are bomb. So I feel like we're going to hit 30,000 really fast, which is crazy. Um, When I think about how long it took us to hit some of these other numbers, not that it took us a long time. I just feel like we're going to get to 30,000 exponentially faster than I thought we would. Um, Updates for me. I got some more pictures on my wall, which feels really good. I have like a whole little little area that has a bunch of stuff up, which makes me feel good. I don't think I don't think it's done. I know I should know because it's my home, but I am really feeling it out because I'm super duper focused on making my home comfy. Um, as with each passing day, I am more, um, I guess, aware of the fact that I'm a really, really be in this house this fall because people are really, really out here risking it all for like brunch and acting like we don't need to wear a mask and like the coronavirus left. It didn't. Um, and so it lets me know when cold and flu season hits really hard. I'm going to go ahead and be here in this here good house. Um, I'm sad I had to decline a participation in a trip I was really looking forward to um, a trip to celebrate my little big brother on his 30th birthday cabin trip we've been talking about it for a year actually Um, but just health and safety Uh, I gotta stay my black tail at home which is super sad for me um, because I really want to see them and I really want to celebrate him and this milestone birthday but health over everything so very adamant about making my my space a comfortable space. Um, taking my time at the same time I'm trying to speed up this process because I'm over my house being in disarray. 
took a bunch of stuff to the dumpster that actually felt good to clear that stuff out of my space. Unpacked some more boxes and bags, which felt really, really, really good. Um, got Put up the other clothing rack because it's got a lot of clothes. What can I say? But all of the clothes are now off the couch. Amen. Growth. Yes. Hey, hallelujah. Um, now I'm just dealing with the shoe boxes that are still on the couch. Um, but that shall find a home soon and very soon as I continue to organize my closets, both of them, um, and turn this space into the space I want it to be. So there is that school is going well. <gasps> Transparency moment. I missed an assignment. This is why I really need to start using the planner that I got from Passion Planner as my school planner. It was one of those things. I just had the wrong day. I was confusing date, due dates of assignments and thought I had one more day. I did not. My teacher was a sweetheart, though, and let me turn it in and was like, you know, no penalty. I understand we all have a lot going on. I was very grateful for that. But I was actually willing to turn it in without any grade, just getting feedback because I want to get better at the work that I'm doing. I want to continue to grow. Um, turned in my first draft of writing for this paper I'm going to be a part of, which is super crazy, but very exciting. Um, so it's like my first, like the, the fruit of my first set of literature reviews, got some more literature to review, took a training class on how to understand reading the data and using a data program for qualitative data. Uh, it's a lot, right? Life is always a lot, but it's good. It's good. I think that's the best part. I got to see my goddaughter this week, the light of my life. And I celebrated her on National Daughters Day because that's my baby. Um, and got to see her again yesterday. I hung out with her yesterday and her mom ran it, just ran an errand with him. Really? I'm a friend that likes to do life with my friends. Like, so we can do the real life stuff. We could wash the clothes, clean the house, run the errands. And that feels just as good as that feels just as good to me as a girl's night and hanging out or whatever the case may be. So those are all my little life updates. Um, I got a detangling brush. It's a game changer. I appreciate my little detangling brush and all that it has meant to my hair this week. And I've had some really good conversations with some really good friends. That's my life. Um, so in this week's episode, I want to hit on really one major thing. Well, two, I'm going to share some of my goals for fourth quarter because this is the last weekend before fourth quarter starts. Um, it starts in the uh, Thursday of this week, October 1st will be the beginning of fourth quarter. And we already, you know, I did the reca- uh, rebroadcast of the episode of like preparing to win in the fourth quarter. I'm still a, an adamant believer of that. My fourth quarter goals look really different this year just because my life is in a completely different place than it's been in any other year for fourth quarter. So my fourth quarter goals are to finish the semester strong, to have completed at least 60 internship hours, which is half of the requirement I need to graduate. I need 120. So my goal was to do it across two semesters, about five hours a week. So I want to complete 60 hours of my internship. I want to maintain my 4.0 GPA. So I want all A's. Um, And if I can, I want some A pluses, but I definitely want at least all A's. Um, I want to take and perform well on the GRE. I found out I need to take the GRE uh, to apply to this PhD program I'm interested in. So that kind of threw a wrench in my plans. That was not what I was prepared to do, but I want to get this PhD. It's what I'm going to do. Um, So take the GRE. Um, I want to 
What was the other thing? Finished my application for the Fulbright Fellowship. Um, I've gotten great feedback again on that. And so I just need to take that feedback into consideration and move it forward. And I want to do more student coaching. Um, that's like my side hustle that I'm most um, excited about. And so that's where any little extra bit of time I have. I want to do more student coaching and also do more adult coaching, but specifically around developing a good self-care plan and incorporating self-care into our everyday life, especially as we continue to um, navigate our way through this pandemic. So those are my my, uh, fourth quarter goals, which I think y'all can leave me a comment or tell me how you feel. Um, And then it gets into the today's episode, which is developing a fourth quarter self-care plan, right? So as I've explained previously, fourth quarter is a big deal for me for multiple reasons. One of them is because it's usually when I get the most done in a year, I accomplish the most goals. I'm like a beast when it comes to just executing and getting the things that I want to get done, done. Also, I've shared how fourth quarter is hard for me because it's usually when my depression is at its height. Um, I'm triggered by the holidays. And it can be a very dark season. Some seasons are better than others, but without fail, I do deal with the effects of depression every fourth quarter, basically every fall. Um, And I was really scared up until a couple of weeks ago because I have I've just been down in general. I've had a lot of life happen this year. My depression hit really strong earlier in the year. Um, I I feel like I have more extended periods of depression. Usually my cycles of depression don't seem like they last as long. As that as it has lasted this year, I feel like I've I've honestly my depression has been active most of 2020, um, and so I was nervous as I was getting ready to go into what is to typically my low season. I'm sorry, I'm having struggles with words right now. I don't, can't even tell you why, but it's typically my low season, and it's like I didn't want to go into my low season already low, cause then how much lower are we gonna get? Like how much more can the kid take? I don't play about my mental health. I don't play about my emotional health. I know how dark it can get. And I don't want to, I don't play with darkness. It's just not a good look for me. Um, And so I said, I would also, in addition to developing a um, plan of action for fourth quarter and accomplishing my fourth quarter goals and ending the year with some wins, this year I was going to be proactive about developing a self-care plan specifically for this season. Now, highlight, the last couple of weeks for me, while they have had their challenges, have been good for me. I started to feel more like myself, um, feel good, feel a lightness that I haven't felt, laughing, more intentional about not looking like a crazy lady in the world. And, you know, mind you, my version of crazy might not match your version of crazy, but it's crazy for me. So that's what we're going to go with. Um... And, and just being more hopeful, like I felt more hopeful the last couple of weeks, um, more gracious with myself and others the last couple of weeks, all of that. Right. So I am getting back to like base level is uh, what we said with uh, my therapist. And she told me she's like, that's great. We want to we need to have you at least at base level, if not above it before we hit which, what is your low season um, just to ensure that, you know, you're in a good position to, to at least survive, if not thrive. Um, because I've had seasons of being able to find a a way to thrive through what is traditionally my low season. Um, and so don't know if I'm going to thrive this year per se, 
but I do need to be able to at least make it through mostly intact. <laughs> um, especially for me as I'm preparing the journey into the, the year of 40, my 40th birthday um, is at the top of second quarter of next year. And I, I want to go into it a particular way. And so that's going to take some planning on this side. So what does a, a, a seasonal self-care plan look like? One, knowing your triggers, right? I know I'm triggered by the holidays. There are some other things that can, can trigger me, but that's going to be my major trigger in this fall season is the holidays because that's, that's my major trigger every year. So I know that I need to invest as much as possible in myself to make sure that I'm in a good place before my trigger hits. What's your trigger? What what can put you in a, a down a downward spiral? What can spark a bad mood? What what can have you really sad? What can hurt your feelings? Make note of it. Be and be very honest about it, right? If there's a certain person who seems to trigger your down mood, maybe you don't need to talk to them as much in this season if you can avoid it. If it's somebody who you're closer to and can't necessarily get away from, maybe it's time to have a real conversation so they can know how they impact you and how you want to try to move forward in this season. Um, is it a job situation? Do you need to talk to a supervisor? Do you need to switch an assignment or a shift or a responsibility? What do you need to do to get in front of your triggers, right? I can't change the calendar. I can't change the seasons. So I can't do anything about the thing that triggers me coming, but I can prepare for it so that I'm not caught off guard or knocked off balance as I get closer to it. Um, so same, if it's something you can change, obviously change it. If it's something you cannot change and you're going to have to deal with, prepare yourself to deal with it so that when it hits, you're not thrown off guard. Um, so that's one, know your triggers Two, know the things that reset you the fastest, right? There are tons of things I can do for self-care. There are tons of things I can do to, you know, intentionally add some joy to my life. There are tons of things I can do. So, you know, maybe put a smile on my face, but there are some things that have the biggest impact the fastest. One, baby snuggles. I can get time with my goddaughter and spend time with her and laugh with her and chill with her and have her snuggle up under me and have hugs and kisses and run around and chase each other. That is going to shift my attitude and lift my spirits faster than most things. Beyond my goddaughter, having a good conversation with somebody I love. FaceTiming with my mom, um, getting into sunshine, right? We underestimate the benefit of just sitting in some sunshine. So sitting in some sunshine, like literally bathing in some sunshine, um, listening to really good uplifting music. I know there are people who are motivated by sad music. Whatever your music is, that's going to get you in another place. When I'm sad, I should not listen to sad music. That's not a good look for me. But if I can get a good worship playlist, or just some music I enjoy that I'm going to sing along to that makes me just feel really good. That's going to reset me. Blowing bubbles. Don't be a hater. You cannot be mad while blowing bubbles. It is, I believe, just impossible to be angry while blowing bubbles. So I actually keep bubbles at the house. I have bubbles. Um, fun fact, my goddaughter brought me bubbles the other day and was like, bubbles? Bubbles? So we blew bubbles together. It was a great time. Um... So what I say, sunshine, good music, time with my goddaughter, bubbles, journaling, taking some time to just kind of data dump whatever's in my head to get it out of me and to create space in my brain for positivity and goodness. 
you know, and FaceTime my mama. Those are things that are quick fixes if I'm having a down moment. Um, so I know those. There are other things that I can just do consistently to try to elevate my mood and just to keep them on a good rotation. So maybe they don't have the big immediate impact like those things I just named. But if I do them over time, they sustain me. So one, I had developed a habit of getting my nails done for a year and a half. I was in that nail shop regularly. My nails were super long. You look at my old pictures, you can see just how long my nails were, you know, and I enjoyed that. That was something fun for me. I really enjoy like a lot, a lot, a lot going and getting my nails done every two to three weeks and, you know, all the different little paint, you know, nail polishes and colors and stuff. But pandemic, I ain't going to get my nails done. I ain't sitting in the nail shop. It, it, I'm not going to be in there that long. I'm just not going to do it. I have gotten a pedicure twice since the pandemic because my feet were just in complete disarray and I needed some help. And I was the first one in the shop. I was away from everybody and I was out in less than 30 minutes. That's not a guarantee when you're getting your nails done. You also have to be closer to someone face to face. And even though they have the guards up and even though I'm wearing a mask and all that other stuff, I mentally cannot ascend to sitting in the nail shop getting my nails done. So a friend of mine, uh, my sis Katia, introduced me to Color Street. Color Street is a company and it basically, instead of press on nails, it's press on nail polish. They have all kinds of colors, all kinds of themes. The sets, I think, run between like $9 and $13, depending on what you get. I bought a bunch of them. I just had the chance to use them this past week. I am in love. I now, because I don't have a steady hand, so I can't paint my nails. That's just not my ministry. But with these these nail polish strips, hands look done. I've gotten compliments on them. And I did it at home myself in probably about 10 minutes. So I bought a bunch of these. I have like one. I probably have like 12 packs. So maybe 11 packs left because I use one. And it still didn't use all the colors. So I'll be able to do these mix and match things as I start using the different sets. That'll have, you know, pieces from different sets. I said, I'm the, they say it lasts seven to 10 days. You use regular nail polish remover to take it off. And then you can apply another set. Me and Color Street going to be together because my na- my hands looking put together feels good to me. My hands looking put together makes me smile. Not again, again not as big of a um, uplifting moment as those other things I named, like spending time with my goddaughter and FaceTime with my mom. But it's something super simple that if I can keep it consistent, it's a it's a little bit of a push in the right direction every time. So keeping these nail street uh, press on nail polish in my life and on my hands is a part of my self-care. Um, so that's one thing that I'm going to consistently do. Being cute, getting dressed and wearing real shoes and real clothes really does lift my spirits. I need to do that. So what I've done to kind of balance being in the house, but with still my desire to be cute is I have cute, chill clothes. Like I'm not wearing the old ratty sweats. I'm not just throwing on a gray sweatsuit. I went out and bought really cute stuff from the Stars Above branded Target, from the Lewin Gray brand at Loft, from I have some Victoria's Secret sets that are cute. I have some H&M sets that are cute. This is my fall wardrobe. Cause I'm going to be comfortable because I'm going to be in the house, but I'm going to wear cute coordinated sets. Um, I'm going to wear really cute athletic wear, right? Because the, um, the Nike Lux leggings, hear me, they're expensive. Okay. They're an investment. They're like $90. And I, 
I could not believe I paid $90 for a pair of leggings. I talked about myself so bad because I'm the type of person who would be like, who the hell paid $90 for some leggings? Well, I did. Best $90 I have ever spent on some leggings. When I tell you they are so comfortable they feel so good on my body i'm actually looking to buy another pair (laughs) um so i have really cute like matched athletic gear to wear because it's still loungy and it's still comfortable but it's somewhere between like a sweatsuit and actually wearing real outside clothes because that's what i'm looking to do um so you know there's that because getting dressed makes me feel good i got new tennis shoes recently to go with my cute clothes i got a very bright and cute set from a a brand called father fresh um started by a good friend of mine her husband's guy went to college with yeah he's always had a super dope sense of style love i can't wait to wear my little multicolored father fresh set with my leggings and stuff i bought really cute hoodies because i love a cute hoodie I'm going to be cute hoodie and skinny jeans out, okay? Because it feels good. And maybe bootcut jeans too, you never know, right? On my my Starbucks runs because that's going to be a consistent part of my self-care, right? So, you know, those things. What's your daily treat? So mine is my Starbucks run. I get Starbucks pretty much every day. I could probably count on my hands the number of days I have not had Starbucks because I get it pretty much every single day because it's a little bit of joy in my day. It's a little bit of normalcy it's a little bit of life from the time before um the coronavirus and I I, it feels good I need it it's fun to go to my original Starbucks that I used to always go and sit in and connect with those people and see how they're doing um it's fun I've established relationships at new Starbucks because I go to Starbucks so much that they know me and I know them and it's a great time um so do those things that's a part of my self-care plan kindness radical kindness Good conversations, treating somebody to something, checking in on someone. It's a part of my self-care. Committing at least one act of kindness every week. Just unplanned, like in the moment, I can take this as an opportunity to be really kind to someone. I bought the girl in the line at Starbucks her drink because she was cool while we were talking. So I just bought her her drink. One of the Starbucks baristas had a cup. I collect Starbucks cups. She had a cup that she really wanted to get and she never got a chance to get I had an extra one. I was like, hey, I'll give it to you because you've always looked out. You have always been cool. Boom. I buy my mama just random stuff. She's going to get a delightful box of just randomness on her birthday because I've seen things and they made me think of my mom and I bought them because she deserves all the joy she can have. Those things are a part of my self-care plan, consistently doing that because that consistently makes me feel good. This is a big one I want to encourage everyone to do. A lot of us have people who we were really cool with at one point or who we had to spend a lot of time with for work or for something else. And then, you know, life starts life and you just disconnect. Nothing happened. Nothing's wrong. They're just weren't you weren't close enough to keep it in the moment, per se. It wasn't a high enough priority to be maintained. Reconnect with those good people during this time because life has inevitably slowed down. You you inevitably have more opportunities to reconnect with people using social media, giving somebody a phone call. Take a moment and do that. Pick at least one person each month. That'll get you three people by the end of the year who you can reconnect with um, and check in on and see how they were doing and, and let them throw some joy in your life and you throw some into theirs because you were meaning to get coffee. You've been meaning to call. You've been meaning to hang out. Well, follow through. Maybe not on the hangout part because pandemic, but 
the other stuff, like do it. Um, I'm going to treat myself to a weekend something. So maybe I can't travel and go somewhere. I'm still very nervous about flying. So I can't really go nowhere. That's too far away. And just as my back is still healing, I can't be in a car for too, too long without causing myself some major pain. So I think I'm going to just do a weekend staycation in Atlanta. I said I'm going to do a birthday redo. During my birthday month, which April, I was very depressed. We were at the very beginning of this. I'd had, I think, my second panic attack right around my birthday. Um, it was hard for me. And I believe in celebrating birthdays, like, to the fullest. Um, part of why I had to, really said I had to cancel on my friend's 30th birthday celebration. Um, just for my own personal safety. But still really sad about it because I believe birthdays should be celebrated. Well, I think I'm going to do a redo on my birthday and I think that's going to be my staycation. Just a time to really invest in myself and celebrate myself. I'm going to get a really nice hotel room. I'm going to eat really good food. I'm going to be real, real luxurious. Because I deserve all of the above. And that I know something like that, that kind of radical goodness to myself is going to put me um, in a really great mental and emotional space. And I need that. So that's it. I'm going to do at least that, if not more. Um, and I am trying now to figure out what my plans are for the holidays. I'm not a big holiday person. I usually go home for a family Christmas party. I've done that the last couple of years, but I won't be able to do that this year. One, they're not having it. And two, again, flying. I'm not really comfortable with it and I can't drive that long. So all of these things combined. Um, I'm going to develop a holiday plan. That helps to put me in a good place so that I am not at home super sad and and alone and depressed and moping um, because I just wouldn't be healthy. So figuring out what that's going to be right, right now. Um, And maybe I'll feel more comfortable traveling in because other people won't be. Who knows how I'll feel when that time comes. But thinking through what that plan will be right now so that I can be okay. Um. So all of those things and and continuing to get pedicures. I could sometimes let my pedicure slack off in the winter. This winter, I think it's going to be something I can just continue to invest in because I feel really good when I get it. Um, It's beneficial. Again, I'm usually the first one in the shop. I'm the first one out. I'm not by a lot of people. So I felt comfortable doing that um, in and out usually within 30 minutes. And that that's something I can maintain. Um, And reading. I love to read for leisure. I have only read for school. So a part of my fall self-care is going to be getting some really good books um, and picking some really good movies or TV series. I'm going to have a binge series and a book. Every night, I'm going to watch at least one episode of whatever I'm binging. And on the weekends, it'll probably be a movie. And every night, I'm going to read for pleasure, not for learning. I love reading for learning. I love what I'm reading for learning. I love all the things that I'm learning. But I also need to read to escape because that's just a big part of who I am and something I have loved literally since I was two years old. And it's a way to keep my spirits lifted. Oh, and drink a good beverage. I have all kinds of wine and stuff in my house and it's just sitting. I'm popping bottles and I'm going to enjoy a glass of wine, um, a shot of bourbon, Whatever I got in here, uh, a hard cider at least once a day. Maybe not every day. We'll say three to five times a week because I don't, I, there's nothing in me that desires to drink every day. Um, but three to five times a week, 
I'm gonna drink the good stuff because the good stuff feels what good. So that is my self-care plan. That is my way I'm gonna proactively stay on top of my mood, stay on top of my feelings. And I'm gonna be very honest with people. That's the other part. The emotions and the feelings are not as hard or not as scary when you share them honestly with others and you're real about what's going on. Am I sharing them with everybody? No, because everybody doesn't need that much access to my life. But am I sharing them with the people who have committed to being a part of the crew of people who sustain me and love me and who care for me, who are my friends who became family? Yup, I am. I'm going to be super honest. I'm not going to always wait to be asked. I'm going to reach out myself and get the help that I need to be well because I deserve it. So what's in your self-care plan? What are the things that you are absolutely going to do? Um to make sure that you are well in this season. Who are the people you are going to connect with? Um, what are the things you're going to have in your quick access toolkit? Example, I said one of my things is writing. So typically speaking, there's always a pen and a notebook somewhere close by because I need the ability to write in any moment that I'm in. Or if I need to, I can type a note on my phone. That's not my preferred method. My preferred method is writing. But if I need to express by getting words out of me, I know that if all else fails, I got my phone and I can do that, whatever I need to do in my phone. Um, what are your things? What are your quick reset things? What are your triggers? How are you going to manage them? Um, what are the things that you are going to do to sustain you that maybe you can't do every day or all the time, but they're going to be a part of your underlying layer of goodness that you're going to make sure is in your life. Oh, another, another thing I'm going to do as I'm, I'm going through my healing process and starting to feel better, I got to get back outside again and get back out in nature again. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to commit to like going for walks outside, um, going to local parks and going for walks, seeing trees. There's a park that I feel like I see so many people post from and I've never been to, and I want to go locally, a Sweetwater Park. Um, and it has water and trees and all the things that I love. So I'm going to try to at least once a week go out in nature for real, for real, and go to a park or a trail and really get the fullness of um, being outside at this beautiful time of year. My fall allergies are trying to play me a little bit to the left, but it's nothing that I can't manage. So I'm going to manage it. And as long as weather permits, as long as it doesn't get too crazy, I'm going to try at least once or twice a week to really go outside in nature and be with nature and feel good as I have sun on my skin and fresh air and maybe even have a friend join me. You never know. So that's all I got. I love you. I love you a lot. Um, I want the absolute best for you. Develop your fall self-care plan. Work on your fourth quarter goals. Live the life you want to live as best as you can in this season. Have a good one. Mwah! Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. If you're ready to get started on your own self-care journey and you need some help, check out the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care workbook. You can find it on Amazon.com and we would love for you to have it to help you in your self-care journey. You can also join us on social media. We have a Facebook group, the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. On Twitter, you can find us at Black Girl Self-Care. And on Instagram, we are Black Girl Self-Care Revolution. So come on over and join us online. Keep the conversation going um, and stick with us in between episodes. Love you so much. 
Thank you for joining me today. And I just hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, month, week, year, that it is literally you living your best life. So till next time, be well.